Welcome to Moon Harbor Extended. Today's issue is The Dishonorables, Issue 7, Away from the Sun. This cover directly mirrors the last cover, with the team sitting facing away from the reader. Instead of a broken down car, however, they are sitting in a small spacecraft, staring out at the glowing red surface of Mars. We turn the page and our story begins. Our next issue opens on the four of you plus Nobby uh, in a, I'm going to say cramped, uh, but I think that's being generous, space shuttle. Think like it's shaped kind of like a mouse, uh, so like flat on the bottom, curved on the top. Uh, and there's about enough space for all of you to like walk around simultaneously. And they do have like little like pods for you to sleep in on the side. And the first thing we see as you all are in there is a panel that says three, and then a panel that says two, and then a panel that says one, and then a panel that takes up the entire bottom of the page of this tiny little like pod getting launched into the air. And it says blast off. And uh, you all are flying. You are currently traveling slightly faster than light speed. Whoa. So it's going to take you, it's going to take you way less time to get to Mars than it took the Mars rovers. The pod is super secure, so you don't feel like the intense high grav pressure. But uh, yeah, you all are in space. What's that look like? Now, you might be wondering how we've gone into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze frame. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> record scratch as jimmy unbuckles himself <laughs> from the seat he looks at everyone else and says um was that liftoff kind of a bummer they they put some sort of weird stabilizers on it so we couldn't even feel all the g-force speak you, for yourself are, yeah. are we in spacesuits uh you don't have to be inside the ship um again high-tech saber technology I, uh i think velvet is because she is now kind of reforming after being smeared against the back of her suit. <laughs> I <laughs> think she had to be... wear one for the G-Force. <laughs> yeah, Velvet should be just to, like, keep it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, ugh. Okay, I'll admit it. They were right to put the suit on me. I don't know, ugh. down at the pier, there's that There's that ride, you know, the uh, the crazy scrambler. And I think it goes way faster than this thing. Like, I was... I was genuinely let down. I mean, I I can't ride that either anymore. <laughs> that, that's because they should probably be shut down. They've run an unsafe operation. I mean, you know, like, like that lawsuit got settled out of court. It was fine. I think, you know, like one of, one of my friends from school was was on the crazy scrambler when it, you know, when it gained liftoff. And hey. Can can we go back up to the part where we're in fucking space? What the fuck is happening? I don't. I, oh yeah. I I didn't really process it down there, but uh this is different than what I was expecting when I signed up. I fucking knew. Uh, see, I knew I shouldn't have trusted. I shouldn't have trusted Arnot. I knew it. I knew he was gonna try to pull some shit like this, and here I am on my way to fucking Mars. All because I trusted somebody. Fuck people. I, everything was perfectly clear during the briefing. Were you, uh, unless, I mean, did you all have something going on that was kind of like distracting you? Because I was, I was honed in. I was, I was sharp this morning. 
Uh, cut to Honey sleeping during this whole thing. <laughs> I, I cut to like April, like massaging their temples with their head resting on their uh, their hands to try to get the the hangover to go away. I and I think Velvet is sitting between the two of them. Uh, her face can't really emote, but if it could, it would show gay panic because <laughs> she was just. Like, oh my god, we were, we were, they were all cute last night and we flirted and, uh. <laughs> Jimmy is eating a stack of eight pancakes at the mission briefing table, listening to what's going on while pouring syrup onto his pancakes. Excellent. And the editor's note does say, uh, one hungover morning earlier. <laughs> and, uh, we see that briefing where, uh, Brandon Reeves, who is the current head of Saber, sits you all down in like a conference room. And it's the kind of conference room with like really, really bright uh, fluorescent lights. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's painful. And like there is a map on the wall and it's a map of Mars and with the trajectory of the Mars rovers on it. And he's like... We've gotten some intelligence from our contacts up at Lunar Wharf on the moon that there seem to be strange foreign bodies heading to intercept the Mars rovers. We don't know what is happening in that situation. We don't really have any intel on most alien life. I mean, we've got some information on the Asterons and a few other subspecies of aliens, but this is not like anything we've seen before. But... This mission, these two robots, for lack of a better word, are a crucial symbol of hope. After everything that's been happening the past couple of years, Americans really need something to focus on uh, for, you know, uh, morale. And they don't want these rovers to get destroyed by strange aliens. Ew, patriotism. Gross. He kind of pauses and is like, you're not wrong. I think the jingoism of the American populace is horrifying, but... A April raises her hand. <laughs> yes, April. Um, so if, like, the American people are relying on two robots to, like, raise spirits, aren't they already kind of fucked beyond, like, any ability to be rescued or helped? I think Jimmy wow. speaks up. Uh, he's got like a file in front of him and he's like, now that's where I disagree with you, April, because look at these robots. And he he lifts up two uh, pictures of the rover and he says, these things are adorable. April looks at them for a minute and goes, fuck, they are kind of cute. All right. All these right. are going to be I my new point. best friends. You can't wait. She turns back to Brandon. Can they talk? Are they like smart robots? They do not talk. Aww. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy's heart falls and it's like visible on his face. <laughs> she, April, like pats uh, Jimmy's shoulder and is like, it's all right. I was going to make <laughs> robot friends. It's OK. I'll make some later or something. To be fair, uh, your mission is to not be seen by these robots we don't want the citizens to know that we had to run interference. So your sole intention is get up there, stay out of sight, make sure nothing happens to these two rovers. 
uh, honey waking up but pretending she has been awake the whole time. Yeah, uh, sure. That sounds that sounds good. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moves the bear hood so it's covering her eyes. <laughs> April goes well. I mean, you're the leader now. I. You know what? Sure. Yeah. Let's go, team. I guess it's fine. That's fine. Don't I? I Listen, I heard. Don't get. Don't be seen. We can be. Stalking. We can do that. We're very good at not being seen. Cut to current I, time. So, what are we not supposed to be seen by? Yeah. And I think with that line there, we're gonna cut back to the spaceship. <laughs> wow! I just realized that you just straight up lied to that guy's face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, I approve of it, but we are not good at not being seen. No, we're fine. Remember the remember the concert? We were fine at not being seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For what sure. it's worth. Brandon is a smart man. <laughs> he probably knows that. <laughs> so we find whatever is intercepting these things. Uh, we take care of it. We make sure we're not seen. And then we... I might have fallen asleep again. Do we get to go back home? <laughs> I mean, that's the idea. I think. I mean, they Does never... anyone know how to pilot this? They never specifically said, but... Like, right? They have to. Unless they were just going to give us this cool space car and we're like the new superheroes for the entire galaxy or something. That would be pretty cool, though. I feel like that's above our pay grade. I don't think they would trust us. I feel that there's not a lot of food in Mars. There's an editor's note that says that would be a really bad idea. See our cosmic line. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if we made a bunch of copies. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, my God. And we are flying through space. It's a pretty cool view up here, though, right? My God, it's full of stars. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> it kind of looks like you. And then I think, like, Cutie realizes what she said and that she doesn't have the excuse of I was drinking and immediately <laughs> turns red and turns away. Velvet just kind of freezes and is just like, OK, so people are remembering last night then. Cool. Awesome. I mean, I remember everything about last night. Just ask me. I remember every single detail. Uh, you know what? Yeah. We were at uh, a scrapyard, makes right? Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, then I remember. Cool. Cool. Honey's just sitting on the floor, hands on face. There's like a lot I don't remember, honestly. Okay. All right. Well, one person doesn't. That's good. Awesome. Uh, you, do you remember? She says, not looking up from the floor. <laughs> oh, we totally snuggled last night, though. I do remember that. That's how, that was the, nice. The blush gets brighter. Yeah. Nice. Navi comes over and, like, nudges Honey. Oh, what? 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 
I think it's like a comforting thing. Like, oh, they think that you're like upset about something. They're like, oh, it's going to be OK. She you got she this. Hu- she hugs them. I'm surprised they let me brought you. Honestly, that's good. I um, I didn't actually want to say most of the stuff I said last night. I mean, I wasn't but lying, you, but I didn't want to say it. So, but you, uh, but you maybe did. we can just move on from it. The way so, you totally said it, Velvet. Why not? Yeah, it's probably just not a good idea for. I, I like us being friends, but probably not a good idea for me to get much closer. It's a bad time. It's a really bad time. Okay, I think uh, Honey like actually looks up and like, how would it be any worse? I have a tendency to uh, wreck stuff, so. Yeah, and I am pretty invulnerable, eh, at least when I have the suit on, uh, and the other two can... Hold on. I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of talking emotionally, but yeah, physically too. Oh, I'm not. She like gets quiet and looks at the floor again. Hey, Velvet. Um, I don't want to come across like mean and shit. Um, so don't take this the wrong way. But um, I don't know if you've looked around you, but we're on our way to. fucking mars right now yeah i don't know how to process that so i'm talking about other shit <laughs> and so the core came out last year and aaron eckhart died after he told everybody his deep dark secrets so actually i'm i think i'm siding with velvet on this <laughs> what thanks jimmy what I, the, I can always count uh, on you uh, anyway my point is we all have to stick together right now because we're about to Go to fucking Mars. Yeah, it's fine. We'll get to Mars. We'll destroy whatever's there. Then we'll hopefully come back. Like, listen, y'all, I think you called me your leader this morning. Um, If that's the case, I I have full confidence in our abilities. We've done pretty well against, like, armies and posers so we will be fine and bit of a step between like the scary faces and alien or whatever is up here we literally fought an army that wanted to bring me to another dimension and probably kill me oh and so you're thinking that they can't find you on mars i I mean how do other dimensions and space work? Uh, I'm not too sure. Anyways, what I wanted to say is, you're right, Velvet. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything that would upset you or the team, and I apologize. Oh no! I mean, you you can you can say what you want. Just it, it, it's a me problem. In that, I am a problem. So sh- should or should I not call you pretty? I mean, if you if you called her pretty, you'd just be stating facts, so... Okay. It is pretty. Right? Velvet just kind of melts down in her suit so she can't be seen through the oh, visor no. anymore. So she's just chilling out in the bottom in a puddle. <laughs> I think, uh... I think, uh... Honey, like, jumps and is, like, looking through the visor. Are you okay? Is there a leak? 
<laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> it's a little echoey. <laughs> hey, aren't we like going the speed of light or whatever? Shouldn't we be like strapped in? I have no idea how space works. And also, I don't think I could sit in that seat for another second. So I have to be doing this. And um, I think Jimmy is actually uh, like looking at different instrument readings and things, even though he has no idea what any of them mean. Like, look at this thing. This thing's exciting. I want to watch this. And uh, he points to some sort of uh, oscillating sort of uh, line going up and down and up and down. Like, what even is this thing? What's, what, what's this? What are these lines? Is this us? Is this out in space? Is this the engine? Who knows? Just, They're the I, radio signals. I wouldn't touch anything. I normally, I'm okay with you touching things because whatever happens, we'll take care of it. I don't think I can do much against the void of space. I mean, she sort of slurps back up. I think I can. I don't know if I'll just, like, freeze, but I don't think I technically need to breathe. Could you theoretically wrap yourself around us? I see the speed of light thing is my worry on that one. Hmm. But, like, yeah. if we're out on the planet or something. I definitely need to breathe. I just want to throw that out there. I guess yeah. I don't know if I need to breathe. Let me hold my breath and find out. Okay. All right. Didn't you do one, a force field once? Two, three, yeah, I did. Four. We we five. I'm just saying, six, in case this thing blows up, seven. Velvet eight, becomes a ball, and you do a nine, force field around the ball, and we are all ten, inside the ball. Eleven. Twelve. That should trap Samir for a little bit. Fourteen. Okay. Fifteen. Jimmy's 16, face is struggling. 17, 18. He starts scrunching his eyes Jimmy, up. Jimmy, have you passed out? 19. Do not Jimmy, pass you're, out. You're kind of turning blue, Jimmy. 20. 21. If you pass out, I'll give you... 22. Somebody want to tickle him? Okay. Four. That's pretty good, Jimmy. <laughs> I guess. I guess my like no sleeping thing doesn't mean I don't have to breathe either. I I do have to breathe. Okay. I well, I'm glad we worked that out. Well, hey, lesson learned, right? It would have been interesting, though. I'm gonna sit back down. Did they say how long this is supposed to take? How long are how long of a drive is this? Are we there yet? <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> do we is have a, a communicator back to Saber? As Honey is sitting down, the radio actually like crackles to life. Uh, you do have a communicator back. <laughs> and uh, you all hear Paul's voice. And he's like, how's everyone feeling? Are we there yet? <laughs> I'm going to get you for this when I get back. That's what you get for staying out all night and drinking. No, no, fuck that. You had this plan the whole time. Yeah, every time we have a bender, we go on space. Honestly, that's not too bad. Get a bender, go on space. No, 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 no. You've been planning on sending my ass to space this whole time. Don't lie. Cute, cute blushes. And Paul kind of smirks. Well, you can't see him smirk. You hear the smirk in his voice. And he's like, have I thought about throwing you into the void of space before, April? 100%. But uh, no, this was... 
this has been in the works for a couple weeks, but no longer than that. April just kind of looks around triumphantly like, I rest my case. All right, then. So, and I think Honey tries to do her best. I'm the Captain Now voice of like, so how long? What's her ETA? Uh, traveling at light speed, it's going to take about 22 minutes. So you got, I don't know, another 10. Okay. Have you ah. heard any news or any changes in our situation since this morning? Uh, well, there was a something that came up on the like scans of the area around. There's something large and just dark. I don't really know what it is, but it almost looks like a spot where we just couldn't read anything. There's just a, like a black patch. Great descriptors. Okay. That's not terrifying. We can't. That's fine. That's fine. Do we have guns on this thing? Can we just shoot it? Velvet, you're the gun. No, Velvet is the elbow knives. You're right. April, you're the gun. I am the gun. (laughs) And I'm the bullet. No. No. You're the trigger. No. No, I'm not the bullet. I'm the, the trigger. The trigger, yes. I'm the yeah. trigger. Yeah, that's closer. Yeah. And also kind of like the clip, but don't worry about that. I'm the trigger and the clip mm-hmm. and not the bullets. Am I the gunpowder? Sure. I'm also the gunpowder. I hope one of you is the safety. That's me. I I mean, you, yep, you know, you know this team by now. No. <laughs> I will keep us safe. Y'all appointed me leader after all, and she makes a face and sticks her tongue out. Hey, so you do have plans to get us back home, right? Yep. Uh, Once whatever the threat is has been eliminated, the pod will reset, and uh, you'll be able to just basically put it in autopilot, and it will head back to Earth. Uh, That said... The light speed there was easier to do than the light speed back because we did have a launching pad that could help give some propulsion. So it'll probably take a couple hours to get back from Mars. That's fine. Now, when I was younger, it was like a moon landing was like a special thing. And now we're going to Mars in a few hours. That's pretty good, I think. Yeah, a moon landing was pretty special if you didn't know what was happening with Saber and the other tech companies. Yeah, yeah, Illuminati, I get it. <laughs> like, Monarch Power went to, like, Mars in, what was it, 1947? Do, is, is this publicly known knowledge that I didn't know about the setting? No, this is okay. not. This cool. Is, this is something you're just learning in the moment. I, I, um... Okay. So... The moon landing was faked, but only because we had been there already. It wasn't faked necessarily. It was just not as big of a deal as we made it. Yeah, you all just made it seem like it was the first time y'all had shown up, but it was like, I don't know, the 20th time y'all had shown up. Well, cool. I, I mean, yeah, we had to make sure that they didn't get intercepted on the way. Who cool. knows what's out in space? This is 100% not going on the internet. 
Definitely not. Absolutely not. Can you use any of your saber technology to bring Crystal Pepsi back? I have it like I had it 10 years ago and it was amazing. And they kept saying they would bring it back. And they kept saying and it's, it's been 10 years. Why isn't it back yet? You having a bunch of Crystal Pepsi as a kid explains so much. Very, very deeply. Do you think like, the very Crystal Pepsi gave me my superpowers? Maybe. Yes. Oh God. Maybe. Like I said before. That's why they can't release it. It's a super serum. I'm the Pepsi man. I'm the real Pepsi man. Pepsi man. We have everything under control here. (laughs) (laughs) You hear him actually chuckle and he's like, okay, there are communicators in your suits if you need anything. Um, There's Mm -hmm. also a, uh, for lack of a better word, a patch that... Once you all have landed on the planet and had some time for your bodies to stabilize, you can put the patch on and it will allow you to breathe uh, on Mars without the suit. Um, I figure that's going to be helpful for those of you who need flexibility in your powers. Yes, I'm already limbering up. I've been doing stretches all morning. We did test out Jimmy doesn't have the power of uh, not needing to breathe. That is correct. In case you wanted to, like, mark it on his file or whatever. I know how weirdly into that you are. We should start getting suited up. I was about to suggest that. You all are going to be landing in about four minutes, so... I know what I'm doing. Okay. Very defensively, says says, uh, Honey. Velvet takes her helmet off and says, done. My team is going to do great here. Am I supposed to, like change in front of everyone or like am i just supposed to throw the suit over top of my clothes like just, what is everyone else doing top of your clothes i'm gonna get so warm though fine i mean I'm, <laughs> have you seen what i'm wearing yeah yeah uh jimmy is struggling to fit his space helmet over his regular superhero mask helmet thing and having a lot of trouble and ends up just settling on taking that off and putting the the space helmet on over it uh over his just unmasked face i guess hype force is going clear just like crystal pepsi yeah i thinking about it i don't know how practical it is to wear my suit in the suit she says and like takes the teddy bear suit off and she's wearing like a tank top and a pair of shorts for what it's worth you'll only need to be in the suits for about eight minutes on the planet uh once you all have had some time for equilibrium to adjust you can take the spacesuits off and just leave them oh good then i definitely should definitely should wear clothes in here uh yes was that an option i mean Eh. yeah Eh. i mean I guess you could go commando if you want, but are you, are you technically wearing clothes, Velvet? Um, I mean, I was when I changed. I kind of make it look like I'm wearing them, but no. Hmm. This well, is the I first time I've worn anything in a long time. Technically, I'm That's always cool. naked. Velvet, you've always been naked the entire time I've known you. Yeah, kind of. Don't make it weird, Jimmy. It's already weird. I'm going to make it weird. We're going to Mars. It's already pretty fucking weird. Wow, I can't believe I'm going to Mars and Belba is naked. 
<laughs> yeah, this whole scenario would be way less weird if Velvet was naked. I mean, you well, know. No, right now I'm closed. That makes it weird. So you want to be naked? No, Don't I'm just you? saying naked is my default state. I mean, isn't naked all of our default states, though? Please don't get naked, Jimmy. <laughs> no, but like I default to being naked, though, right? Like, no, you don't. Oh. I'm naked deep down in my heart right now, Jimmy. You need to get back Everyone to your roots. Put the suits on. <laughs> I'm. It's on. Back. Calm down. I'm sorry. It's a lot of pressure when y'all call me leader. I don't. I don't want to disappoint you. I can I can take it back. Heavy is no, the head that wears the crown. It's mine. I I'm the only one who wears crowns here. I mean I I I'm still fine with you being leader. So Honey is the leader, April is the bullet, Velvet is the elbow knives, and I'm the gunpowder. And yes. that's the perfect team, right? Absolutely. Yes. Let's do this. And I think with that, uh, you all start slowing and are approaching the surface of Mars. We finally Andy's. let T run their plot. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, so good. T, were terrible. <laughs> you were not terrible. This has been <laughs> hilarious. And uh, Mars is kind of exactly what you would picture. Like, red, rocky, um... The ground is uneven, and there are, like, ridges and such, but not unpassable. And there are clearly two sets of tracks, of, like, rover tracks. Uh, they're heading off in the same direction, even though that is not what happened historically. I need them to be in the same place for this to happen, so fuck reality. <laughs> um, yeah, like, you can't see the rovers, but you do know the direction they headed in. And they don't move very fast. Uh, they're kind of intended to scan samples, take pictures, things of that nature, so they're not speeding around the planet. Okay, so we will intercept them, and hopefully our bodies will have adjusted. Everyone put the patch on, right? Yeah, once we acclimate. Okay, and then if for some reason the the rovers get closed, and that's that's you, Velvet. You black out their their screens. Oh, uh, okay. And then I can do that. You know, unblack them out when we're done. Cool. Velvet yeah. puts the patch on herself, and it just sinks in, and she shrugs. Yeah, <laughs> just put like in a <laughs> hole. In, mm, in April chat, puts mm. the patch on the side of her neck. Yeah, that works. Honey, uh, there's... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I, Jimmy uh, looks at everyone putting it, like, on one side of them and is really struggling, and he ends up putting it, like, right on the dead center of his chest so that it's not halfway... Like, it's, so it's it's even, split, even, even distribution. Perfect. And Paul says, All right, uh, you'll have communicators. I'm not sure how strong the signal will be, but you can always... Press the button to essentially give us a 911 call. We do have a couple other heroes on tap to come rescue you if need be. Uh, there's one more pod set to leave. Um, but oh, we do trust you. Care. you. We will be fine. This won't take us long. 
Yeah, 15 minutes tops. Don't give a timeline. 15 minutes or not, 15 minutes tops. Mm, Okay. 30 minutes or your money back. Jimmy, you can stop. (laughs) Jimmy, why don't you sit the next couple of plays out, bud? You got it. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he's he's, uh, just, like, pulling zippers up and down on his spacesuit. All right, when everything is secure, uh, honey, there's a button that says uh, eject. Um, It doesn't actually eject you. It just depressurizes the cabin, so then it can open and not, you know, blast you into the air. But uh, press that when you're ready. Everyone good to go? Ready. Jimmy does a thumbs up while he's, like, inspecting a a giant-sized cargo pocket he hadn't noticed yet. Okay, Jimmy, (laughs) make sure you don't have... Up. Make sure your suit's sealed and she presses the button. He double checks and then like really quickly tightens his helmet because it was still pretty loose. Fantastic. And we get a montage of you all like walking through Mars, walking across Mars. The rovers have been here for a couple weeks now, but again, they don't move very fast. And you all, within a couple hours... Within probably like 45 minutes to an hour of walking can see them. Uh, They did have you land like pretty far out of sight so the cameras couldn't catch you. But they are just there like scrolling around the planet and taking pictures. And uh, it's very tranquil for a moment. Um, Like the sun is coming up over the horizon of Mars. It's actually really beautiful, really breathtaking. Um, The sun is like past the rover, so you have to, like, look past the rovers to see it. And then suddenly it looks like the sun has two black eyes. Except they're not eyes, because they're moving and getting larger. And these are just voids of darkness. Oh god, like, the Teletubby sun has gone feral. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> In 2004, that was actually possible. <laughs> it was. And uh, where, like, if you look out in the rest of space, like, it is void, but there are stars and such. These are just solid black oblong shapes rapidly approaching these two rovers. Hey, the fuck are those? I have no idea. Can we try to intercept those? Velvet, Velvet, how are you uh, feeling? Yep, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go black out the rovers. Uh, yeah. And April, can you? Do you get any energies from from those things? Um, uh, I try. I don't think I do though. You get your power from bioelectricity, correct? Right. So if they don't have a heart and or a brain, I probably will get absolutely nothing off of them. You get a little bit. It almost feels like you're not getting the power from them, but from something inside of them. Oh, interesting. And if you want to roll to charge your brain, you're more than welcome to do that. Yeah, I will roll to charge the burn. Uh, I have one condition. Oof. Yowzers. That's a great roll. A two and a one. That's a four. So uh, mark three conditions and hold yeah. two. I guess I will mark angry and afraid and insecure. 
Do you also get potential? I do. Yes. I am at three now. And as you're drawing this energy, whatever those are, they do not have a brain or a heart or like bioelectricity, but there are bodies inside there that are still partially alive. Oh, weird. Are they like, can I sense if they're driving them? Actually, do I have, I have elemental awareness. Uh, yeah, if you want to Yeah, that, I'm going to spend a burn that. and open up my mind. Uh, the people inside of those crafts, are they driving the crafts or are they like unconscious and uh, like being taken away in those crafts? Uh, touching base. How does everyone feel about body horror? Uh, it depends. Most of it I'm fine with. I'm a big fan of body horror. Uh, I'm a player in Nile on Plata, so nothing you can do will be worse than what Luke has done. I don't like eye or fingernail damage. I don't like eye damage, but uh, otherwise I'm pretty okay with body horror. Perfect. Uh, One time a guy was a bus. <laughs> yeah, pallid. <laughs> uh, so... Entropy, as you're scanning those bodies and like trying to like see what the source of power is, the people inside are definitely not driving it because you can actually like, as you're like looking at their bioelectricity, they are being practically dissolved into these things. Like, you get a scan of them and it's like, you can see them from like knees and elbows up. And then when you like scan them again, like, there's a couple less inches on their knees and elbows. So entropy will like, I think that definitely triggers the afraid. Um, and um, she goes, um, all right, whatever you do, do not let those things touch you. I mean it. Wait, what's wrong? Okay. Are they? There are people inside of them or, or something inside of them. And they're, it's not a good time. Don't let them touch you. Wait. Okay. What's wrong with the people inside of them? Um, they're not people anymore. They're more like not solid. Not. Can, um, can you turn them off? If you turn off the people, will they keep going? That's a good question. Let's. We should. We should probably save those people, right? They're, oh, they're no, no. We're too not, late for them. Yeah, we need to make sure we save everyone else. Ooh, um, I think uh, I think Jimmy Jimmy wants to go save them regardless. I um yeah I I guess I could roll to unleash my powers to put them out of their misery, not have them be fuel for these machines. I guess. Or fuel they can be fuel boys. for you. Yeah, don't worry about that, though. I think Jimmy's going to rush up. These these two voids, they're in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. The moment Jimmy moves towards that, uh, Honey's going to tackle him. I'm going to have Honey roll to unleash her powers. Okay. Uh, Jimmy is course. fast and Honey is small. Big <laughs> question. Does Nobby have a spacesuit? No, but I think Nobby is inherently like a toy. Yeah. So like I don't know that they have any like 
biological mm-hmm. components. Cool. Because they are with case. you. Like, they can be with you. Yeah. They're just not suited oh, wait. up. You're, are you doing Unleash or... Am I doing Unleash or Face a Threat? I think you're going to be... Hmm... I think you're taking I'm Jimmy's mobility from him, so go ahead and directly okay. engage. Ooh. In that case, I don't Ooh. get Navi. Navi doesn't help me fight, so it's only a plus one. That's a Good nine. Enough. All Ooh. right. I want to to pin Jimmy down. Cool. Yeah, you take Jimmy's mobility away. Jimmy, honey, did not resist or avoid her blows. So if you want to react to that you can do that yeah i think jimmy's gonna struggle against honey because he he wants to go save those people so um yeah he's gonna look down at her like trying to pin oh him no down. that's a 10 i have influence over oh yeah that's I have right influence over you um but you know what uh i want to take advantage of the influence of uh take advantage of the Situation. I think that's one of the options, right? Uh, you control can of the create situation. an opportunity uh, for your allies. You can impress, surprise, or frighten. You can resist or avoid their blows, and you can take something from them. Uh, create an opportunity for my allies so that uh, April can try to turn them off, so I will not resist or avoid blows. Cool, cool. Uh, so go ahead, Jimmy, you were saying? Uh, yeah, so I, he's he is trying to struggle against Honey as he says, uh, I have to go save them. You got to let go. I have to go. I'm not going to let you kill yourself. They they're they're feeding off those people, right? They're con Jimmy. Those are just corpses. I'm I, not. What the hell is happening? Velvet is coming back from coming up the rovers. <laughs> <laughs> there are... uh, April points to the to the uh, void boys flying around and says, um, "Very bad. Don't touch." Okay. They have corpses in them. Jimmy wants to save the corpses. Well, we I should probably not... blow them up then, right? April starts Don't... to uh, levitate and is like, "I'm already on it." You shouldn't touch them. I'm not going to, and I'll I'll hit I them was with reality storm. Cool. Reality Storm is you can unleash your powers with danger instead of with freak instead of danger to freak unleash. Freak instead of danger. Cool. Yeah. Not that it, I mean, super matters because I have a two in both, but I think for the flavor of what she's doing, it makes more sense to do it that way. Cool. Cool. Oh, I really wanted a high roll on that. That's an eight. And sorry, is Reality Storm unleash or directly engage? It's directly engage a threat with powers. Cool. Uh, so you get uh, to take one from that list. Yep, and I get to uh, cause some unintended collateral damage. You do. Yay. Uh, I'm also out of burn, so I, like, flop to the ground afterwards. Yeah, I will uh, I will resist or avoid blows. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to uh, kind of, like, position myself levitate between them and just kind of like pulse out electric energy um until i don't have any left in me and then like drop from the sky not like super far and you know there's not a lot of gravity on mars so it's not like i'm going to get hurt by falling but 
I still kind of slowly fall out of the sky. Uh, can I catch April? Before you do that, I want to follow up on the uh, collateral damage. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then, yes, you can. Um, you won't have to roll for that. <laughs> yeah, because team might decide you're the collateral damage. Uh, <laughs> so, April, I'm going to give you a choice for this collateral damage. Okay. One of your friends can take this. The rovers can take this. Or the ship can take this. Ooh. One of my friends can take this. Ooh. Hell yeah. And Velvet just expressed interest in uh, catching you. Uh So I think Velvet's probably going to be the one to take that blow. So Velvet, as April is falling out of the sky towards you... There is like one last pulse of bioelectric energy that just hits you square on. Can you take a powerful blow for me? Uh, I sure can. And this is a powerful physical blow, so I can treat it as two less conditions. Yeah, you can use I am not my body. Heck yeah. Woo. Get that potential. Even if even if it even if you would have had the two conditions, you'd have been just fine. Mm -hmm. And that's an advance for me. Uh, I am congratulations. Going to, I'm going to unlock my moment of truth for later. <gasps> oh, nice. And entropy lands in your arms. And I think it's like, is this a like romantic looking panel? What does this look like as entropy lands I, in I, your? I, I was imagining awkwardly romantic. Like she's spread her arms out as goop to like catch her in kind of a hammock sort of thing. And is looking down and is like, if she had, like, an emotive face, she'd be blushing like mad. I was also imagining an awkwardly romantic catch, so that's good. <laughs> what love this queer reaction. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, we kind of made that, huh? <laughs> but what's April's reaction to the catch? Uh, blushing, and she goes, You're always right there when, when you need it most. I, I mean, I know that's not really true. Lots of people have a. Uh, uh, oh, okay, you. here you go. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> Velvet kind of freezes up and then goops around April a little bit. I was like, I don't know how to process this. I'm having gay panic. <laughs> and as Entropy gets put on the ground, we get kind of a pullback shot of the two rovers, which are still moving forward, even though they're not taking pictures right now. Uh, but they are, like, gooped over. April and Velvet in the front, and then Honey and Jimmy in the back. And over top of you are these two kind of ovally shapes. Um, these are Void Leeches. Uh, so anyone who has read Cosmic will remember that the Cosmic team bought oh. these a very long time ago. Um, these are basically things that are made out of void. Uh, and so when I called them void boys, I was pretty close. Yeah, um, they are very large and uh, usually don't live inside gravity. They live uh, outside gravity, uh, but they do turn and they have like glowing white eyes, which are like glowing white like as bright as stars and then this just like massive swirling black hole of a mouth and they both turn and look at entropy and velvet
Spoon Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T.P. Huth, Elliot Peterson, and Sean Geddes, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy, they, them, can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. T or Tess, she or her or they, them, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at tphuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot, she, her, or they, them, can be found at Elliot Yulen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean, any pronouns, can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue was GM'd by T. Hughes. April Blanchard, a.k.a. Entropy, was played by J.D. Jackson. JD can be found on Twitter at JD Jackson and is the co-host of Level 7 Access, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Honey Bear, aka Cutie's Vengeance, was played by Fabi Garza. Fabi is a podcaster and game designer. You can find her in the parking lot if you want mass kicking. You can also find her as the voice of Ursa on the Eidolon Playtest podcast. Find more information on all her other podcasts and games on her Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. That's F-A-B-B-Y underscore G-A-R-Z-A. Izzy, a.k.a. Velvet, was played by Josie. She is a literal actual dragon, but also an artist and game designer. She can be found on Twitter at Dragon Girl Josie, and her art can be seen at Josie-Art.com. She also played Minx on The Magpies, a Blades in the Dark actual play podcast on clevercorvids.net, and is excited for everyone to hear Project Blue Jay, a sequel to The Magpies, on that same network. Both can be found on Spotify and other podcatchers. Jimmy, aka Hypeforce, was played by Connor. Connor was born out of a volcano eruption during a lightning storm. His steps shear through obsidian rocks, and his bellows rival the crashing waves of the ocean. Unfortunately, his power is so great that he is actively being hunted by a secret government organization that wants to contain and dissect him. Additionally, he is also a pretty prolific liar, for purely entertainment purposes only. Come check out his Twitter, where he's probably talking about other locations you can see slash hear him lie, again, for strictly entertainment purposes, at Conador Crunch on Twitter. That's C-O-N-N-O-D-O-R-E Crunch on Twitter. The music in this issue was Burn the World Waltz by Kevin MacLeod. A link to the license and his website will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you so much for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.